Watch who? And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Yep, watching for the very first time. Very first time. Yes, and welcome to season 11. I can't believe we're at season 11. I know I say this like every season. I say something along the lines of, I can't believe we're here. Well, we're getting through them. It seems to be speeding up. I'm really, really excited. And I think a lot of our listeners will be very excited to find out what you think about this because we've got a few changes this season it's always exciting when there's some new characters and new new things happening yes absolutely okay and we've watched this separately the time warrior right okay four-parter starting off season 11 oh stop i've got Katie Manning tweeted us. Oh, yeah, Katie Manning replied to our tweet. That was nice. Oh, come on, we got all, you've no news. I'm bringing all the news. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if you have a look at our Twitter, it was very nice that Katie Manning responded uh, to our, our tweet. That was very exciting. She's yes. great. She is great. She is. I think maybe you should meet Katie Manning one day. She comes to Cardiff. That's the rule. I'm not travelling. Okay, anyway, the Time Warrior Part 1. Here we go. <laughs> well, lots of changes. New titles. Let's talk about the new titles. I know. That was a surprise. Okay, good. I wasn't sure if you'd notice. <laughs> yeah, no, I did notice, but I forgot to message you all new titles. I was like, oh, okay. These, I really, really like these titles. Um, I like the little dots at the beginning, the, the lines that form, and you see that all of the Doctor flying through the vortex. Uh, I like the colour scheme. It's very 70s, because the, the previous ones were sort of the 60s in colour. Do you think? Well, it was all a bit, because it was all, you know, wavy in the 60s. It was sort of an updated 60s version. This feels very 70s now. We're firmly in the 70s. It's weird that they decided to do that change now as well. You'd have thought, like, 10th year, if they were going to do an update, it would have been then. Yeah, I don't know. We've had those other ones for, like, four years. So, why not? Yeah, yeah, it's strange. I don't know what the reason was. But, oh, and the logo as well. Yeah, different logo and everything. Yeah, yeah, there's so much that's different with it. So much. I, I love those ones. They're, like... Some of my favourite titles. Is it the same? It reminds me of the book. It's the same sort of look as, you know, your Doctor Who novels. Oh, wow. There's a, I mean, Doctor Who, the word Doctor Who novels. I mean, there's so many different ones. Which ones are you thinking of? I don't know, but when it came up on the screen, it felt of that sort. Maybe it's just the ones I've seen, but it felt very like of that sort of nostalgia. The ones you've shown me, that sort of look. Oh, with the logo. I think the ones that you've yeah. seen have that logo on. They use that logo in the 90s a lot. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yes. Hang on, I, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the, the dodo getting the STD book. That's the cover that you've <laughs> no, seen. I wasn't. I wasn't, yeah. genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> you have a pile of them in work. Oh, those ones. They're, oh, yeah, sort of, yeah, they're a different. Um, yeah, kind of. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm selling some Doctor Who books on eBay, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone wants any BBC past Doctor Adventures, get in touch via our social media and I'll let you know what we got. There we go. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> An unintentional sell. <laughs> anyway, so new titles, great. Um, and then we go straight into, we've got this medieval setting, which I think you did predict last time. So what are you thinking? Why, what, you know, we, medieval, we haven't really had the historical, have we? We well, we had a bit of the um, Atlantis. Uh, so that makes a nice change. I don't know, it felt a bit odd in terms of like, because with these new titles, and then it's been so long since we've gone into the past, it felt like a 
60s move almost, you know? Well, it's quite a long sequence before you see the Doctor. So you have all the stuff with Iron Gron in the castle and they go out and investigate and you have the, they meet the Sontaran and there's all of that happening. Had you heard of Sontarans before? They said it. I can't remember when they said it. And I was like, oh, I do, that rings a bell. And is it because it was a card? And that's okay. Well, well, they they're in the new series a lot, quite a bit. Oh, okay, okay. And so maybe I've just seen it on on Twitter. But when it when I heard it, I was like, I've heard that before. Right. Okay. Yeah. I I wondered how familiar you'd be because they've they've literally just been the last series that's been on as well. I see. So I wouldn't have been able to tell you that because I've not watched any of it because I'm banned from it because of you. I think it's a really interesting idea. This having this alien a bit like i don't know the nearest thing is like the time meddler you know with the monk and the vikings that kind i thought of, of that and edith yes uh <laughs> <laughs> the spaceship looks really cool the ball that he arrives in and i my favorite bit he got he's got his little flag when he claims the planet he does the puts a little thing in and it goes <laughs> boop and the flag opens up i love that by virtue of my authority as an officer of the army space corps I hereby claim this planet, its moons and satellites, for the greater glory of the Sontaran Empire. Uh, so that's links the Sontaran. So we see all of that before we see the Doctor. And then then we do see the Doctor and the Brigadier. And the Brigadier set up this scientist camp, like science camp. That It felt familiar by then. So nice to see the Brigadier again. And it's obviously been a little bit of time since the Green Death and... You know, the Doctor's gone off and left Joe. They don't really reference Joe, do they? They don't reference any of that. In the same way they did with Liz, it's like, and we move on. You're straight on to the next. And so you see Sarah Jane. And... No, I, was, I didn't know first that it was Sarah Jane. It's only when she says her name later. I was like, oh. <laughs> and first off, the funniest thing is when you text me saying, <laughs> Sarah James is annoying. <laughs> so... Typo, obviously, just a typo. I knew it was Sarah Jane. I also said it's about time we had a Sarah in the show. There's a lot to talk about Sarah Jane in this. So one, obviously, you know she's going to be the new companion as soon as she turns up, right? I remember that there was a Sarah Jane spin-off. That was like, I remember that coming on TV in like 2000. I'm making up dates here, like four or five around then. I'm trying to think how old I was. Sort of like seven or eight. Oh, there we are. So I was still at home. I remember that. But I, I didn't watch any of it. I just remember there being a big thing about that they were bringing it back. In the same way that, you know, Doctor Who coming back. Okay, right. Because um, I wasn't sure if you'd known that or not. Because so obviously, I, I mean, it's a spoiler for ages. She comes back in the new series. And then from there, they gave her her own series. And I mean, we did go and visit her house in Panath. I wasn't sure if you'd even if you that registered that it was Sarah Jane's house or I just made you stand outside a house. <laughs> you made me stand outside someone's house and have a picture, yes. Yeah, so that's Sarah Jane's. Uh, so it's nice that now you can, you know the character and you know what we're talking about. <laughs> so next time we go to Sarah Jane's house in Penarth, you'll be like, yeah, it's Sarah next Jane's Next time. House. There's no next time. It was a one-time thing. It was weird. Okay, And you meet her, and it's a really good introduction, I think, because it's very different to what we've had before. She's an undercover journalist. Yeah, we've not had anything like that before. We've had science, we've had people that have stumbled on by accident, and we've had Joe and her connections, you know? Yeah, and I like the way that she's sort of 
it's not like this is your new assistant. This is just someone that just gets caught up in it. And I mean, she says she's a journalist a lot, and maybe she says that a bit too much just to get the point across. My aunt Lavinia is in America on a lecture tour, you see. Mm -hmm. She had an invitation to visit here. I took her place. Why? I thought all this might give me a good story. I'm a journalist, Sarah Jane Smith. And she's pretending to be her aunt, and she's she's got wrapped up in the in the scientist stuff already. She's a journalist. Yeah. So she's journal undercover journalist. And do you know what makes me when <laughs> only because I watched this recently and I think it's it's been on Twitter and it's on YouTube and stuff. Do you remember on Blind Date when that undercover journalist for Cosmopolitan magazine went on a blind date? No. Oh my god, you have to see so basically on on blind date, she went on, she won, she went on the holiday and stuff, and then on the you know, when they come back on the sofa and talk about it and stuff. So yeah. they'd found out that she was an undercover journalist and Scylla is like asking them all about it. They do all the normal stuff and then at the end Scylla's like cool as cool as anything, like, we know your secret and just exposes her on the show. Well, Nicola, I have to say I've got more than a big surprise for you. Because I know, I know what you're at. And it's, it's, I feel awfully deeply saddened by this, but you don't work as a temporary secretary. I know for a fact that you actually, you're an undercover journalist and you've robbed somebody of coming on a proper blind date. You work for Cosmopolitan magazine. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen, not a blind date at all. I don't know, it just reminded me of that. <laughs> It reminded you of Scylla exposing people. This Sarah Jane here would totally have gone undercover on Blind Date. If she's infiltrating unit, she would totally have done a Blind Date article. Like, it took me three episodes, like, just off the bat, when I said, God, she's annoying. Sarah James is annoying. Um, <laughs> I think that was, like, the third episode, and she was still quite annoying around then. Because, like... I just kind of felt like, you don't know where you are, love. You don't know what's going on. What are you doing? And she's making all these wild accusations. And I was like, what? You have no idea, love. What are you talking about? I wasn't having it. Because I wasn't sure how you'd go. I wasn't sure if you would really like that because she's so different to Joe. because actually she, yes, yeah, she stows away on board. She, she thinks the doctor's behind everything. Yeah. And and I like the way when she first goes in. Okay, we're skipping everywhere here. We'll just talk about Sarah Jane. When she goes in and Iron gets her and she thinks it's some kind of pageant, which she would do. I don't know. I think her reactions are quite realistic. Oh, yeah. I think they're really good. It just kind of annoyed me. And I guess it's just because she's, she's a journalist, you know? Sarah Jane Smith. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess it's just sort of that, well, I've come to this conclusion and this is what it is. And I'm just kind of like, what? You're, you're on some... But like surely by now you figured out it was when she was like running from him and stuff and i was just like what is going on this is really and then all he had to do was explain he was like yeah of course i do like because she's convinced everyone that he's bad then find him and he's like no no i'm not and she's like complete that's it she's convinced and i'm like you're a terrible journalist Oh, I don't know, because I like that actually most of the story, she's separate from the Doctor, at least that beginning. She is, she goes yeah. Off, and she goes off to the Wessexes or whoever uh, and makes friends with them and she gets into the story. I thought you would appreciate how much she gets into the story straight away. I did. I did. I think it was just the journalist element. By the fourth episode, I really liked her and we'd sort of lost a lot of that this is who I am. But she was still working very independent. She was working with the doctor, but she was also off with the shooter and stuff. It's like, 
it was a bit different. But the first like two or like yeah, two or three episodes, I'd say, you're a terrible journalist. They always start off their first stories don't aren't always how they turn out to be a lot of the time, you know. Like, no, it's, and that's the other thing you've got to remember. Like I knew it would improve because I was like, it's got to. <laughs> Like it has to because it it wouldn't carry on with this. It'd be boring. So she will figure out who everyone is. It'll be explained to her, and then that'll be that. Because even that those initial scenes, uh, we have a tea moment, not a coffee moment. Because he goes go and make a, I'm um, oh no coffee moment actually. Yeah, he's like oh do yeah, and she's like, and you see what Joe would do would or Liz even would be like okay I'll go make you a coffee. She's like I'm not making you coffee. You know, yeah, yeah, I like that. Because gr- Joe would have like rolled her eyes and just gone and done it. Yeah, and Liz would have been like probably the same. Like, okay, but she's like, yeah, and I liked that. I was yeah. like, oh, we've got a different character. But I also like when she said because he's like, oh, I'm doing this Delta particles things. I'm doing this, and she's like, can you just stop treating me like a child and tell me what's going on? And I think it's a really, I think it's a strong start. But I like as well that we're going to, for medieval and we're going then to unit and you don't know the link just yet, or the links, oh, that's terrible, uh, just yet until you find out that Lynx is t- taking the scientists back to medieval times. And we have Professor Rubish there as well, who is one of the captured. So he was the one, he was talking, at one point he starts talking about dance, doesn't he? He's the one that's like, should we report it? And then he goes missing and they go and find him. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a bit eccentric. He reminded me a little bit of the um uh oh gosh, the story man. The story man. Oh, that, um Marshall the Land of Fiction. <laughs> the story man. I don't know why. The story man. Um, I don't know why, but he kind of reminded me of uh, him. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, we also have, and I did it, I tried to point this out to you as well. We have Doc Cotton. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Brown. even after you said that, I still could not see that as being Dot Cotton. Really? Because I said, look out for her. And you were like, I've not seen any women in the past. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> that made me laugh. I did. Yeah, I was like, I've not seen any women in the past. <laughs> I was like, hang on, she's definitely in episode one <laughs> with the other no, kids. I totally missed her in episode one. Um, but after you mentioned it, like shortly after she was on screen. She's not on it loads, okay? Give me a break. Um, there are definitely more men than her, okay? I mean, it's not a massive cast. You... <laughs> well, it's bigger than you think. I mean, there's what, like six on one? There's about six and six on each, isn't there? Oh, In terms of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. So you've got main guy, and he's got like five, at least five, like, warriors with him. And then... On the other side, you've got the King and June, or Dot. <laughs> and then you've got, like, the the Bowman. And you've got, I think, a few other people from that. We've had Then more. you've got Dr. I was going to say Joe, but not Joe, Sarah. Sarah Jane. Okay, well, we'll just talk about the cast as well. The Archer Hal. Hal, that was it. I can't remember his name. Played by the same guy that played Tor in the Space Museum that went out with Vicky. Oh, we love him. Well, I love him. So a good return. He's not wearing his converse this time. He's wearing his bow. No, and he's got longer hair because he's in medieval times. Yeah. Actually, the film, the filming, the lo- the location stuff is really good in this. It is, yeah. It felt like um, 
I can't think like like what, but it, it felt proper. I can't. That's a terrible sentence, but you know what I mean. I liked I liked when Iron is going and his men are going to investigate the spaceship at the beginning and those horses are not behaving that guy on the horse is having a real trouble if you watch <laughs> that white horse is about to just completely go off camera and just go crazy they're all like trying to like stay on <laughs> it's probably like really hot they probably shot it in like summer and it was really hot and the horses are hot and it's like long day they've been waiting and then they've got people on them and they're like having none of it yeah um, and the end of episode one is a classic, classic moment where Lynx takes off his helmet and you see that the actual Sontaran makeup. It's such a great... That is a peak costume of this era, I would say. If I go back a season and compare, this is peak. It's so good. Also, exactly as I described many, like a year ago, over a year ago. You saw it on a Battle in Times card. And what did you say he was? Squash thumb. A giant thumb rock with a cigar. I nailed it. It is. And I think it's the tongue going out and the way that the, the face of the eyes and the nose are actually in, sort of blended in to the face. And it sort of looks a bit sort of wet and skinny. It doesn't look rubber. It looks, it just looks real. And you've got like hair coming out the ears and then a lighter it's on the face. It's so good. It's such a good, like, fair play. Someone in costume, obviously it's the start of the season, they've had a bit more time to get things ready and it's paid off. But this is my point. I mean, this is good. Like I was saying with the three Doctors, it should get better. Okay, only, only if it's slightly better every year because in theory they're learning and they, they're getting on. So, you know, you had gel guards at the beginning of the last season and that's why I'm disappointed when we see something like a gel guard because you see something like Lynx and a Sontara and it's like, have you been able to do this the whole time and you just didn't or for whatever reason? And that's why all the grey people in Carnival of Monsters, like that was just the previous season. Like someone, yeah. like you'd done a bold cap and tried to cover it up with some grey paint whereas you really hate the great people i really do could because they can do it it can be done if you just spent i know and they all work very hard on it and i'm complaining like 50 years later about somebody's like that it doesn't matter but i don't know it's just when it stands out when it's really really good imagine if they're all the monsters were like you know draconians were very similar with the with the face but it just shows how amazing they can they can do it or when you get a, when you get someone that's like a good designer. Oh yeah, completely. But I suppose they they had all the medieval stuff, and then all they've got to do is design one monster. So maybe that's why it's easier. Yeah, um, I guess. Oh, I've got a poster of Link somewhere, a massive poster from Doctor Who Poster Magazine, like massive. Uh, and I had that. He's as a, a child. funny one because he's not really a baddie, but he's not a goodie. Oh, he's more bad than good. He's more bad than good, but he's not like trying to destroy he's going back he's trying he's just trying to have a bit of fun in the past isn't he that's how i understood it well he's trying to fix his ship so he can get back so he's crash landed and it's such a primitive planet to him it doesn't it, I, I think he's just indifferent he doesn't really care he just wants to get his ship fixed and go he, and then oh okay i'll mess around with the locals while i'm here just for just to get the job done yeah he doesn't really care it doesn't concern him he's not like i want to take over this planet and kill everyone i'm he's not like a murderer but if he needs to kill someone to get back home he will but it's it's funny because 
I think that's why I found this episode really tough. Like, there's so much good in it. That costume's amazing. The location stuff's great. All that. The acting, even like sometimes it can be hammy when they're in the past. It's not even hammy acting. There's nothing like that. I just really struggled to like believe and go with the story. And I think it's because of that. It didn't serve much point. Mm, I don't know. I can't explain it. But I think it's that it didn't have that sense of danger, that sense of the world will end, this destruction. I never really understood. The doctor said something like, well, I'm trying to do this to like, save your future and stuff, you know, and potentially like another kink. But let's be honest, they were so useless with the other side. I just never felt they were going to take over anyway. Well, no, they were useless. But it's more like the time meddler, the monk, interfering with history. Yeah, it's that idea. It's exactly that idea. But at least with the time meddler, you have a bit of fun with it. Like, he's a fun character. He's messing with history. Like, you know he is, and they interact more. This, I don't know, it was just a really odd relation. I just couldn't... Doesn't mean I didn't like him. Doesn't mean I didn't like the story. But maybe it means it's not one of my favourite stories. That's really interesting. I thought you'd really like this. Well, you've got Iron Gron is your baddie. And he's the threat because however many cliffhangers we get that he's going to kill the Doctor or... Well, yeah, exactly. But all the time I knew that he wouldn't. Not because it's a Doctor. Like, then he, he was just so stupid. <laughs> he had no, like... He was just so determined to the extent of, like... What was it they... They went and, like... Um, attack the castle the doctor throws stink bombs he tells them all to retreat and then he's mad that they retreated and I'm like mate you told them to retreat like of course he did I just knew that he was never going to win but he's not he like but he's supposed to be he's a little bit he's not comedy but he is a bit of a use that he's supposed to be this useless sort of character with his he fan. is yeah but I think that's why it was really hard to like that's why I just knew that I knew that he wasn't going to because you're right He he is that that's why he's like, oh, Joe, this will be fun. Sure, I'll help you win. That'll be funny to change history with. And he's convinced that he's got this alien. He doesn't even know what this sorcery thing to like be on his side. It's just all a bit of an odd one. I like that it was four. <laughs> yeah, but it's over quicker then, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Well, you, so you have Link's making this robot for Iron Grant. Yeah, I suppose a lot of it can be quite repetitive, giving them the gun and they don't know how to use it. So he's trying to, and they're. And, I like, some I like more guns. Yeah, and I like the way that um, Iron Gron's reaction to seeing Lynx's face for the first time. They're sh- you know in shock, um, and you have Rubish there, and the other side. Rubish doesn't get hypnotized because he can't see, so he's wandering around, not really just having a great time. He uh, that the only thing that took me out of it. I like I, I believed all the rest of it, but then Rubish is like, oh, I'm in medieval times. Oh, I'm going to have a look around. I thought that was a little bit silly that he's not bothered about anything. He was, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I have nothing else to add, but I agree. Yeah. Um, and we have um, Gallifrey's first mentioned. This is the first time that the doctor mentions it because he's talking to Link saying, I'm from Gallifrey. Is it? Oh, we never said the planet before. Never said the wow. planet. Wow. No, not. I thought that he said. I'm, I'm sure he said he was a time lord, and he's from Gallifrey. Wow. He said he's a time lord. Uh, I think in the war games, and they said our planet, but they'd never named it. It was named in this script. Big moment. Eleven seasons. 
worth it for that. Thanks, Lynx, for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lots of fights. The Doctor always has... He's got to have his fights. That's not changed. He has his fight in the courtyard. Uh, later on, he dresses up as a robot and has a fight. Uh, he's got to have his action moments. He always needs Yeah, to yeah. That. It didn't feel like filler to me. I really... I like this one. I had this on one on video and I watched this a lot and it always... It never bored me, this one. I, I oh, really it didn't feel like it. filler. I don't feel... I don't feel like I'm being fair. It didn't feel filler and I did enjoy it. I just don't think it's going to be one of my favourites. Okay. Because I, I think Sarah Jane in this makes it for me, just her character, putting her into this medieval time. A bit like, and we've mentioned it before, that Whoopi Goldberg film where she goes back to medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Apart from if Whoopi Goldberg kept going... By the way, I'm a journalist or something like that. These strangely shaped objects around you, do they afford you some magical protection? What are you talking about? Oh, this? No, no, this is stuff for my desk, my computer, my boombox. Boombox? Yeah, boombox. It's a musical thing. At least Whoopi Goldberg got on with it. Yeah, but Whoopi Goldberg is like, by the way, I'm a scientist. Oh, what was that name of that film? I'll have to tweet it out, whatever that film is. A Knight's Ni- Tale. A Knight's Tale or something like that, yeah. That is Disney's version of the Time Warrior, basically. <laughs> also, sorry, just Doctor Who, not Whoopi Goldberg. That scene, I think it was in the fourth episode, where Sarah Jane, and she's... I could not work out why she was trying to learn to work with the cut. So... They're breaking in because she's she's putting something to make them all go to sleep. Oh, I see. Yes, she infiltrates. Yeah. And, and speaking to that, that's a nice scene. So we see the cook who is called Meg, and classic name. We've had Megs before that cook. Yeah, but I think I think she'd get on well with Edith, and I think they could rustle up something. I don't think they would Oscars. at all. She is the Edith of this. That's what you need. You need an Edith in this. Well, like, like other than Sarah Jane and Dot Cotton, there is like there are no of, and now this woman. But it's so brief; it's only in the fourth episode, and she's really angry. Edith was never angry, so I, I wouldn't compare it to Edith. I think she makes Sarah Jane stay and cook and work. But then you have that nice scene, and again, I think it's a little bit over the top now where she's like oh women don't have to stay in the kitchen women can do this and then all the medieval wenches are like oh no we know our place uh and she's trying to get them up a little bit more to to do that i mean it's it's a nice thing i i, I can see other companions doing that as well though it reminds me of vicky yeah i was about to say something like vicky might do i do like all that i don't know i just think that and she stands up to iron Grind. she's not like scared of these people she's not scared of the situation it's a really good first story for her like it it's just the whole journalist thing that knows me she's a journalist ladies and gentlemen and i think she just like gets straight in in the same way liz did they're just straight in and sarah helps save the doctor which she sends him the chandelier to to escape from in in part four and yeah it wraps up the ship blows up and that's the end, and off and off they go. And you've got Hal with them as well, but Hal doesn't really do very much. But it's funny, yeah, watching this again, yeah, I think I have realised there's not as much to it than I thought. Um, I thought you'd think Iron Grom was a bit over the top, but I really like that character. I think he's great. I think, though, he needs to be. Like, he was, but it worked. To be the rebel leader in this situation... Who you're not rooting for, but you know, like you, he needed to be that way. I think it it worked. Um, like I, 
I didn't think anything was of the acting for medieval stuff was bad at all. I thought everyone played it at the level that it needed to be played at. Maybe we're just not used to having a historical. I think there could be a bit of that as well because it's been so long. And I said to you, it just initially it just jarred a sixties, but with like colour and sort of less of the hamminess that you got in the sixties because it wasn't hammy. It you know it was acted fairly. You know, I mean. You have a lot of like Robin Hood and his Merry Men and Three Musketeers and all that around this sort of time. So, you know, they know what this is. They know what the era this is. We know that what we're doing. And maybe that's why it felt a bit more, it didn't feel hammy or anything. It felt like it wasn't a driver of a story. The cliffhangers weren't like, ooh, you know. The best one was when he, when he cigar shot the Doctor. Yeah, yeah, none of the cliffhangers are great. I don't really think of the cliffhangers because when I had the video, they were edited out. It was all just one long thing. So (laughs) I never know the cliffhangers very well. Yeah, I know. The movie, I had the movie version. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can't think of anything worse. (laughs) Well, I'm excited for you that we've got a new companion, that we can see how she develops. But I thought I would just read a little bit from Elizabeth Sladen's book because she says about when she started... Okay, go for it. So this is her when she meets John Pertwee and the crew and stuff at the at the bar. At the bar. At the bar in like the BBC bar before she started working on it. Um, Finally, I found my way to the bar where John was waiting. He gave me a great big hug, which was his seal of approval to the rest of the cast. I think like a Roman emperor giving the thumbs up sign. Now, what would you like to drink, Katie? Katie, I didn't say anything. I didn't need to. A second later, John realised his error and burst into tears. Oh, Christ, I thought. What on earth have I signed up for here? There's not much you can do when the most important and largest life character in the room breaks down in front of you, especially with the whole bar looking on. I didn't know whether to comfort John or run. To be honest, I just wanted the ground to open up. I think I stood there awkwardly for a second, but it felt like an age. Then I felt an arm around my shoulder and I was led away. Um, I learned later that it was one of the visual effects guys. Um, right then, he was my knight in shining armour. Don't worry about John, Peter said. He just misses Katie, that's all. It's not personal. <laughs> it was nice to hear, but by the end of the night, I was ready to punch the next person who even mentioned that woman's name. <laughs> 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 oh, so, yeah. So, But they got on, you know, They after that start, they did get on. And uh, we shall see how it develops, because yeah. obviously... You must know, like Sarah Jane is one of the most loved companions. So we've got to a point where, because she came back and she had her own series. I mean, yeah, of so course, must... yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, also, I'm surprised it's now that she, in my head it was going to be the 80s. I think because she came back in like 2000 and odd, I was just like, I thought it was like an 80s thing that she sort of was in more than 70s. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, I have met her. I did meet her a long time ago. So I'll, I'll talk have. about that at some point when I when I met her. Uh, so, um, but yeah, she is she is amazing, and it's it's a I think it's a good strong start to the season. So we'll see how it how different a feel it might have. Uh, but I think Katie Manning going had a big in, impact on you know not having the master and not having then Katie Manning does give it a different feel even. And you didn't have Yates or Benton, and you've only got the Brigadier a little bit. So You're giving all... it all away, Mark. What do you mean? You've just said everything. We don't have Yates or Benton. No, I mean, in the story. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> in this story, I meant. 
You made it sound like the season then. Okay, okay. I'm not, uh, you were just I'm... talking about the season and then you were like, and there's not much of Benton and the Brigadier's not much of it. <laughs> no, right. I'm not, no, I'm not. Oh, right, okay, fine. I won't say any more. <laughs> <laughs> just make it really clear. Okay, well, I think we I think we are all shocked that you didn't like this as much. I know you didn't hate it, but... Uh, <laughs> um, no, just... I think, I think you thought I was going to love it. Yeah, I know I, I did. I did. I thought you'd be like, yes, Sarah Jane, Medieval, Iron Ground. It's no Planet of the Giants, you know what I mean? No. And it's definitely no Keys of Marinus. Oh, well, well, nothing compares to Keys of Marinus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the next story is six episodes. Oh, okay. It's called Invasion of the Dinosaurs. Oh, that feels old again. It's a really good one. It's a really good one. You said that about this, so <laughs> yeah, I know. I really love this season, so I'm going to be okay. disappointed if you don't. <laughs> season ten was pretty good, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think this is almost better. Almost. Oh, interesting. Okay, so some dinosaurs. Cool. <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> I think I do struggle more with the historicals, just because. It's been a while since we've had them. You kind of have to put yourself into a different place. Like it's a different, it's a whole different style when it's a historical. When it's in the future, anything you see is is possible as well. Like because it's in the future, so it could exist. So whereas like in the past, I don't know, I, I kind of have like pangs of um. Oh, what was the first missing episode we watched? Oh, um, you did. Oh, Marco Polo. Yeah, I get like Marco Polo. Pang, like pangs. fear. Marco Polo pangs. Marco Polo fear pangs. We all have Marco Polo pangs. We want it back. Um, not quite. Maybe different, different Wait, pangs. Oh my god, oh, that's a t-shirt. Pang in for Polo. No. You'll figure it out. You'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, pang in for Polo. We all are. Um, anyway. Uh, wow, Marco Polo, and we're in season 11. <laughs> I never thought they, he'd get a shout out. <laughs> Marco Polo! <laughs> we should always try and reference something like from ages ago every now and then. I just love it. Like, is it a season if we don't mention Keys of Marinus? Do you well, know what I mean? Yeah, you've, yeah, you got that in there. Yeah. I bloody love Keys of Marinus. What story will trump that for you i don't know it could be invasion of the dinosaurs next week they <laughs> will see to be fair i feel like there was one last season that could have done like i really enjoyed the three doctors oh god i thought you were gonna say frontier in space then <laughs> Matt was about to lose it i think it was just more of a novelty of it than the story okay then well uh we will see you next week then for invasion of the dinosaurs uh i said that like jurassic park then yeah you did uh, well, uh, okay then. Yeah, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who, uh, and you can support us at BuyMeACoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. Thank you very much, everybody, f- for supporting us uh, and getting us through these seasons or getting Sarah through these <laughs> tough six parters. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Two Watch Who. Journalists, ladies and gentlemen.